You're listening to Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net slash support. I'm your host, Polly, and welcome to episode 22 of Likely Story. And I'm your other host, Shelby, and we are also starting today with our guest, Carolyn. Hi from Ohio. <laughs> Yay, welcome, <laughs> Carolyn, for a full episode of Likely Story. <laughs> How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, Thanksgiving was good. How was good. yours? It was great. It was nice to see family. Yeah. It's always nice. Same here. Polly? We, uh... We celebrated with my in-laws and their neighbors. Yeah. And it was interesting. What pie did you end up taking? I ended up taking two pies because my husband gave me googly eyes and wanted an apple pie. (laughs) So I took Paradise Pumpkin, which has a um, cheesecake layer below the pumpkin layer. Mm -hmm. And then I made an apple pie. Nice. Because he really wanted an apple pie. That's nice of you. I'm a good wife. True. <laughs> Carolyn, favorite dish or? Uh, uh, we also had a lot of pies because um, my dad and my husband share a birthday. It's December 2nd. And Yay, happy birthday, Matt. <laughs> happy Unfortunately, birthday. we always have to lump that into the Thanksgiving celebration. Yeah. So on top of two pumpkin pies, I got an apple pie for my grandpa because he doesn't like pumpkin. Okay. Um, a cherry pie for Matt and a lemon meringue for my dad. Nice. <laughs> and I Good didn't work. bake any of them because I don't bake. But oh, right. <laughs> I was about to like congratulate you because making oh, no. two pies was labor intensive. And I make my no. own crust too. So it adds a whole crazy layer. Wow. But Good work on buying those delicious sounding pies. Yeah, they weren't very good. <laughs> Um, but I'll tell you what was very good. Uh, we had two Thanksgivings, one with Matt's side and then one with my side just because of the way the timing worked out. And um, I had to laugh because when uh, I listened to your show last time, I had never heard a corn casserole. And I sort of felt like that was like a Midwest correspondent fail on my part. Yes, I agree. Um, and, I chalk that up to just being Hungarian because we usually have like just traditional simple dishes. Uh, but then um, who walks in with a corn casserole? <laughs> My also Hungarian sister-in-law. Oh. Um, wow. So I just felt really dumb. <laughs> That's did all right. You, did you like it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I admittedly um, have never, and I can't remember if I had shared this story last time, we never made corn casserole we would just have like cream corn or something until I got to Denver and one of my friends from Texas it's what she always makes and Mm -hmm. so I had thought it was more of a southern thing and then the more I've talked about it the more I've heard people from the Midwest also saying oh yes I make the same thing but I call it this yeah it has a different name yeah so Um, I think we're kind of in the same boat Carolyn (laughs) with being in the southwest does she put uh, like green chilies in it Ooh, that would actually be delicious. That was my first thought when I bit into it. I was thinking, um, because typically when I think of corn, I think of Southwest dishes just because that's really the only time I ever eat corn. Um, I don't know why, but unless I'm Corn is a very Midwestern crop, though. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm weird. We ship it everywhere else, though. (laughs) Yeah. So, Yeah. yeah, I thought that would be good with green chilies and maybe some like pepper jack or something. That's actually very smart. I mm-hmm. like it. Maybe I'll add green chilies next time I make it. Yeah. I love it. So I could make it. Any, it's really easy to make. It's not a it difficult doesn't ha- dish. It doesn't have to be a Thanksgiving only no. dish. And add some green chilies to it. Yeah. Yum. Um, cool. What else uh, What else is going on? Anyone? Polly, you go. Um, <laughs> I am going to an ugly sweater party tonight. Yay! And I found the first of the Christmas parties. Yes, they begin. (laughs) This is the only Christmas. Well, there's work Christmas parties, but this is the only non-work party. Um, But I was online and had a targeted Facebook ad at me for a cat Christmas shirt. (laughs) Of course, that is faux embroidered, and it says "Meowy Christmas." And it's like, it's kind of scary looking cat embroidered. Oh, it's it. amazing. It's that so good. really cute. 
I'm going to wear it as much as possible this season (laughs) (laughs) to everything. (laughs) If acceptable, I'd like to post some photos because it's quite amazing. And you wearing the sweater is also pretty amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I might, I might take a better photo (laughs) than the one that you have. Maybe not in my pajama pants. (laughs) All right. Acceptable. (laughs) I'll take one tonight when I'm, I look half decent in my cat sweater. All right. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah, Yeah. It'll be good. Carolyn, anything going on with you? Uh, I just bought an ugly sweater Star Wars hat. Oh, nice. Which I'm pretty excited about Star Wars. Um, I just bought. (laughs) I know. Except for Polly. (laughs) Polly. Gross. I just don't care. Gross. Um, Yeah, I just bought an Apple TV for Matt's birthday and I preloaded the Star Wars, I don't know what you would call it, the Sixtology or the. Oh, yes. Digital box set, whatever. (laughs) Yes. Um, And I don't think we're going to leave our house until probably (laughs) when we go to the premiere. (laughs) Are you guys going Thursday night or Friday night? Uh, I think we're going Friday night. Friday night. Okay. We, um, one, I'm really excited for you guys to have an Apple TV. I love ours. Um, We also have the newer one with the new, like, interface and everything, which still has its faults, but whatever we'll leave that to flipping tables on sunrise robot (laughs) um but we also got the digital versions and we've been working our way through those and mike finished the last one without me so i just have one more to watch tonight i have a i have a question okay what (laughs) order do you watch them in because i was just gonna ask that too because i have recently been exposed to machete order yep so just curious to, to yeah. know how you watch. Carolyn, how have you guys been watching? Or We have haven't you? started yet, but okay. I think we'll just go like from episode number sure. through. Okay. Okay. So the newer ones yeah. first for you mm-hmm. and then um, the originals. So we did, um, we watched them in machete order, except that I think machete order recommends skipping episode one oh. or something um refresh I think my memory what machete order is oh man i better google it so i don't mess this up <laughs> um but it basically is a way to watch it so that the big like reveals that are in the original trilogy get to happen oh, oh right okay um so let me see here machete order star wars you think this would be pretty easy to find um so let's see so machete order would be watching go watching episode four then episode five then going to two and then three and then finishing with episode six excuse me um and so in like true machete order you skip episode one because it is a ridiculously unnecessary movie (laughs) yeah um so we did this except we included episode one because we wanted to watch all six so we watched four five one two three and then i have six left okay um so yeah it's just kind of a fun way to watch it because you don't like if you watch the the newer ones first you you know that like Anakin becomes Darth Vader and then the right. Darth Vader is Luke's like you get all of that spoiled yeah. in the stupid new ones right. and so you get some of those reveals and yeah so that's how we watched him interesting but cool there's just been so much chatter on Facebook around it with the new movie coming out and like yeah. I've watched <laughs> all of the Star Wars movies okay. and I enjoy them but yeah. I'm not like, I'm not going to purchase advanced tickets to go watch it. <laughs> and John also is not, John does not like fantasy oh, really right. at so all. He doesn't so doesn't care. So it's not on our, our movie watch list. Yeah. However, I do have to just share this quick story and you'll laugh at me. Oh, will I? I feel like that's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, this last weekend, Thanksgiving weekend, we were set to go see Spotlight, the new movie about the Catholic Church. Oh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be really good. And we attempted to see it two different times. What? But both times we went, the first time we were there like 40 minutes early and they still only had front row seats. 
And I will not watch a movie in the front row. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's a good call. It's not worth it. John will. And he's like, are you sure you don't want to? I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I am sure. We're not spending $20. <laughs> um, and then the second time we went in the afternoon and there was only front row seats again. What in the world? So I don't know if it was just because it was the holiday weekend and people were out and about shopping and yeah, whatever. But yeah, it was a big weekend for movies. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So maybe we'll go this afternoon. Okay. Well, let me know how it is because I have very mixed feelings about going to see it. Like I've heard that it's well done and that it's a good movie. I'm just not sure that I want to see it. Well, it's going to be depressing as hell. Yeah. It's going to be awful. (laughs) Mainly that is why. So I don't know. Carolyn, have you seen a lot about it or heard much? No. No. Other than picking it in my fantasy movie league and doing marginally (laughs) well. Uh, That's all I know. Okay. Oh, Mark Ruffalo was on um, either The Daily Show or Colbert, and it sounds interesting, but yeah, I I don't like to go pay to be depressed, so if it goes to Netflix, I'll catch it then. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's fair. (laughs) All right. Um, Cool. I think the only other update I had was that I had a very uneventful trip to D.C. this week. So no, based no on prior trips stories. to DC, I just felt like I should share that it is possible to go there and, and have it be fairly uneventful and easy to navigate. I'm proud of you. So Good. thank you. Yep. <laughs> yep. I will. There's probably an asterisk next to that because we were technically just in Arlington. Oh, <laughs> we never made it. To we DC didn't proper. actually go to DC proper, but I think that's fine. <laughs> I just we still flights were fine. There was a shuttle to hotel, stayed at hotel for meeting, left hotel to airport, arrived home. So um, that's pretty much it. Um, But we do have some exciting football things. Football sucks. (laughs) Football (laughs) Speak for yourself. I disagree. I wholeheartedly disagree. Whatever. (laughs) Broncos are just lucky. Somebody. I don't really have anything bad to say about Green Bay. You want some cheese with that wine? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would. <laughs> Give it. Sorry, I don't have either of those things uh, right now. <laughs> or coffee. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but I mean, I don't know that we've talked about the Broncos in a while, but in Denver and I, everywhere with people who care about football, I've been going on and on about what's going on with Peyton Manning because he got hurt and his foot was in a stupid cast and what are we going to do? And then here's what we do. We put Brock Osweiler in and we're just going to Brock and roll right (laughs) over the undefeated Patriots and ruin their perfect season. And it just makes me really happy still thinking about it. I mean... I didn't think they had a chance. I'm going to be honest. I did, actually. I thought the Broncos were going to win that game. Really? I did. No way. Carolyn, did you Did you guys watch it? We did not, and I'm or, really sad that we didn't. What? When was it on? I mean, so was, it was it a Sunday or a yeah, Thursday? It was Sunday a, night. It was a Sunday night game. Oh, man, I have no excuses for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Seriously. I do. I was watching The Walking Dead like a normal human being. Oh, see, the Broncos are the only thing that will have me delay watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> That's true. I remember we were so, texting and you're like, Shh, no spoilers. No spoilers. I'm watching The Broncos. Yeah. So it was a Sunday night game. Um, it was just a lot like it was a hard fought game. It was a lot closer than I expected it to be, obviously, because I was hesitant to get too excited. Um, and then we were winning it. At the very like last seconds of the game, the Patriots tied it up and we went into overtime and then they got the ball first and couldn't do anything with it. And then we didn't just score a field goal. We went in for the touchdown and won in overtime and it was glorious. And I'm playing it all through my head right now and it's just amazing. I'm happy for you. I am. Yeah. So it's exciting. I mean, there's still all of the like whatever drama about what do we do with Peyton and all this stuff. But my my good story about this is that I was recently at a luncheon for an organization that we partner with and Shannon Sharp um, of Denver Broncos fame was like the keynote speaker, <laughs> um, which was bizarre and I don't want to get into. But at the very end, he realized he had three minutes left before like the time they told him he had to stop. And he was like, well, we've got three minutes left. 
why don't we talk about what I know everyone actually wants to hear about? And then he went into his thoughts on the Broncos. (laughs) Um, And so basically the bottom line of that three minute craziness about his thoughts was that he thinks that um, Peyton is done and should go inside and do something else uh, coaching or front office wise and that Brock needs to just be supported and just permanently be the quarterback for the Broncos. Fair. So just so you know, those are Shannon Sharp's thoughts at a luncheon. I, I actually have a story about your Broncos and the Patriots. Okay. So my friend Tasha um, is from Denver originally, but is living in the heart of New England mm. territory. She's mm-hmm. in Connecticut in New Haven. And she works at a hospital, and there was a man there who's a huge Patriots fan, and at the end of each of their staff meetings every week, he would say, it has been 11 weeks since the Patriots have been defeated. And so she she walks up to him the Monday after the game and just says, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, And he looks at her and gets really sad and says, thank you so much. You know, he was really old, but it's really hard that my wife had to lose her father over the holiday weekend. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she just was like, uh, uh-huh. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> really sorry. <laughs> and just like stumbled her way through the rest of this oh conversation. Oh, my gosh. What are I'm the sitting odds here with happening? just my mouth agape, <laughs> <laughs> thinking about that situation. Yikes! What are the? Uh, how did he think that she knew? <laughs> yeah, the other question. He probably wasn't thinking. Yeah, just. But oh my I, gosh, that's so crazy. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, let's not mm. talk about the Broncos anymore. This is getting crazy. Um. Yeah. Carolyn, do you want to <laughs> talk about the most amazing thing that's ever happened? Oh my gosh. There you know, the crappy part about this season is that it's just I mean, we're on pins and needles every week. Um as a Packers fan. Just ter- as a Packers fan, yeah. Terrible <laughs> play calling. Um and it's it's just been so stressful. And then so yeah, and then to have to live with the the controversy of was it a face mask was it not well no it wasn't but guess what there are always tons of calls that go either way and it's not fair and i mean they really need to take a look at that and um maybe get more technology and uh, to help the refs because i mean it's like i think the refs need some professional development this (laughs) year (laughs) that too that too like maybe some they need a uh, pd about what is and is not pass interference would help that Um, would be super helpful yeah yeah, but yeah, that was awesome. I mean, we were like depressed and just about ready to go to bed and, you know, heads hanging low, like, well, there goes any chance of getting into the playoffs. And then yeah. that happens. And it was just phenomenal. It is like so... Matt could not go to bed for an hour. <laughs> and it was like midnight already in, in Ohio. And, yeah. I mean, he was just so amped up. Yeah, but I had just I had all the jokes on. about like the only guys on the team who can actually make a player named Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> everyone else just keeps dropping the ball, and it's so frustrating. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I so that was what that was the Thursday night game. Yeah, and I was at the hotel and was like, oh yeah, Thursday night football's probably on, and like the hotel had it or whatever, and I turned it on, and I'm like, ooh doesn't look good <laughs> and i'm just like this is really gonna happen this is the most amazing like hail mary pass ever and now i've just been watching like i'm not even really like i like aaron Rodgers, but you know i like the packers because you do but i don't yeah. really care otherwise <laughs> um and i just like can't stop watching the youtube clip of it so <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes because it's really great <laughs> carolyn are you from michigan originally no i'm from ohio i'm from okay. Toledo. how how did you end up being? Because you're a Red Wings fan as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> can you explain the sports I, you follow? I'm going to defend <laughs> everything. So, being from Toledo, all of our um, sports, like blackout <laughs> areas, it's usually the Detroit teams mm. that yeah. we get to watch. So, uh, Fox baseball was always the Tigers. Um, football is the outlier because, well, football and yeah, college football and pro. Um, Notre Dame was always on NBC, so my dad and I would watch Notre Dame growing up. And then um, for pro football, I grew up in the Favre era, 
And it seemed like the Favre games were always on. So I just became a Favre fan. Yeah. And then um, my husband is from Milwaukee originally. So um, you know, he's like a lifelong Packer fan. And um, so it's not like I didn't like the Packers before, but now I'm all in. <laughs> you just um, needed one final shove to really be <laughs> yeah. a full-fledged fan. Yeah. And I just really like the – there's they don't have the corporate – um, BS that a lot of teams seem to have because they're owned by the public, yeah, um, or the city rather, and or however that works. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it just seems like a really good organization. Yeah, cool. Well, I was happy for you, and I thought that you and Matt would probably be going crazy at your house with that play. Yeah, so. <laughs> it was very loud. <laughs> very loud. Oh man. Um. Awesome. Uh. Polly, any final thoughts on the Steelers and football, or should we just move on? <laughs> After a very difficult game to watch, the Steelers are now in the hunt for the playoffs. We were securely in a wild card seat, and had we won this past weekend, we would still be sitting there hunky dory. But now we're in the hunt. <laughs> and it's simple. Okay. We can move on because your yeah. face looks angry. <laughs> <laughs> sad sad yeah whatever that's all right we will have some crushing defeat and as we usually do you um, mean like the super bowl oh, i don't let's not go there <laughs> <laughs> i haven't had enough coffee yet to <laughs> talk about our super bowl experiences recently um how about we talk about some terrible fall tv shows yes. <laughs> oh gosh all right carolyn as our resident uh cancellation yes watcher (laughs) so let's let's recap um the official cancellations we know bastard executioner Mm -hmm. the player and minority report yep um is anyone really surprised by those i didn't watch any of them but the previews looked horrible so (laughs) not surprised yeah i watched so i watched two episodes no i never watched the player Yes, I did. So one episode of each, and no, <laughs> that's all I could stand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. The CW and CBS ordered some more episodes of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yay! Um, Supergirl and Code Black, <laughs> respectively. Okay. Um, the only official renewal is The Blind Spot. Yeah. Um, so out of all the other shows that are on the bubble... Do we have any predictions of what's what's safe, yeah. what might get the axe? I, I, okay, so here's my thing. The only two that I was like really thinking about. So Quantico, which I am still watching and I really enjoy. Like I genuinely love this show. I do not understand how it will have a second season. Mm. The only thing I'll say to that is that the show is so ridiculous like I love it too, yeah. But it's it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's not. But like, I can see how they would con- make. Like, do you think so? Like the current storyline was obviously like they do flashbacks to when all of the agents are at Quantico training, mm-hmm. and then whether Alex Parrish, this one, is guilty of this terrorist bombing or whatever. Yeah. If they don't wrap this up in season one, I will stop watching. Yeah. I will just wait and I will read an article to tell me what happens because I'll need to obsessively know the end of the story. Sure. But like, yeah, I think it'd be crazy if they draw it out. But if they don't and they wrap up the story, what is season two about? Then it's flashbacking to when Alex was in Mumbai. or I mean, then Then it just goes to like five years after she's been an agent. It's something else. Something different. Some different time. They will, I mean, if I there guess. is a way to make money on well, the show, <laughs> they will find, find a way to yeah. <laughs> keep it going. Well, I know. I mean, like, and that's the thing, like the, there's been a couple articles out saying that like Quantico has been a slow build and that it's one of the shows that has the highest delayed watch, mm-hmm. which it's on Sunday nights, which is a really hard time mm-hmm, to yeah. compete with, especially in the fall. Um, I mean, I never watch it when it's on on no. Sunday. I always DVR it and watch it's it on later. Late too. And so I think that there is 
enough of an audience that it's probably going to continue. I just don't understand how and that it would still be any good. Um, And the other one that I've been thinking about is Life in Pieces, which I think is great. Um, I really hope and would expect it to continue. It's got a great cast, good stories. Um, The one funny thing, I can't remember, Carolyn, did you watch this? Or have you watched any of them? Yes, like the I pilot? love it. Okay. I love um, it. And I mean, before you get into your story, I just want to say that it, it worries me that it's too good for CBS. Because CBS is typically <laughs> that network where they have a lot of shows that no one really talks about, but they're just there. Yeah, but CBS has the highest viewership rate of any understand. network. For their weird, like for, isn't, is CBS all the NCIS shows and stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. A and lot also of have- cop dramas. And it also has, um, what's it called? So that comedy with nerds. Big Bang. Big oh, Bang Theory. Right. Yeah. So you're worried it's too good and that they're, like it's yeah. too good for CBS? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that they won't appreciate it? I'm just, yeah. Because everything I like gets canceled. Yeah. That's just how it works. That is risky. Yeah. But I'm hopeful. But what's, so what's your know. story about it? Well, so I don't know if you guys remember the pilot episode um, I didn't completely remember the pilot episode. The only thing that I had remembered was the scene with the the family that has the three kids and the youngest is talking about whether Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny, or all these people are real. And she's talking to her parents about it. And so this came up when I was um, in San Diego for Thanksgiving with my sister-in-law. We were talking about it, about my niece. And I was like, oh my gosh, this comedy you know, show that I'm watching Life in Pieces had a really funny little sketch about that in the pilot episode. We should watch it. So we sit down like as a family. Oh no. All of us to watch the pilot episode. And the segments that I forgot about were the ones with Colin Hanks and his wife, his character and his wife coming home from the hospital after having a baby. And it just gets like a little bit vulgar (laughs) Mm -hmm. in terms of like the comedy that they're using around that. And so like Ever, all of my in-laws are all just sitting there like, what is it? And I'm like, Mike, just stop it. Like, please. Oh my God. I'm like, I can't handle this. Like, please just turn it off. And like something happened. Like one of the kids was like calling for my sister-in-law, brother-in-law or something. Something happened where someone had to get off of the couch. And I was like, just fast forward through these two segments, please. <laughs> like, just skip ahead. Oh, it was like this whole ordeal. And then I was like, oh, but I do really like the show and think it's really funny. I just forgot about that one part yeah. before I watched it in mixed company. So, um, yeah. So that's my only... <laughs> life lesson about life in pieces is try to recall all four of the segments before right. you recommend it to people. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it is a little edgy for the network too. I mean, I don't watch a lot of shows on there. I forgot to watch Code Black. Oh yeah, I forgot it existed, <laughs> and it was on my list. <laughs> like ever? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's fine. I mean, I quit all of mine like the second week. So. I heard Code Black yeah. was pretty good too. Yeah, you said I your mean, friend. For, for yeah, for what it was, a, sure. a friend on Facebook who is an ER nurse said it was. Oh yeah, I mean but, unrealistic, but but watchable, yeah, but watchable for. for yeah. I remember so. thinking it just it looks like ER and um, Chicago Hope, and I liked those shows so much. I don't need another one. Oh yeah, I mean I'm sure it's different, but but yeah, I'm just kind of cashed out on medical dramas. Yeah, that's fair. I think this is what Polly, you and I were talking about. Um, so like a lot of these shows have had their mid-season kind of finales, yeah. um, the most important of which we will talk about in in one moment. Um, but like over the holiday break and like in between this month or whatever it is before shows come back, like what are you going to, are you just not going to watch things like TV? <laughs> are you going to uh, try to catch <laughs> up on something old? So I am currently catch because most of my shows are already over. Already done. Uh-huh. Okay. And um, I am currently catching up on Jane the Virgin, the CW show oh, about oh, yeah. a virgin who gets medically inseminated accidentally and yeah. ends up pregnant. And okay. I really like it. It's I we had started watching it um, last year, but CW is so weird with their on demand oh, episodes. They yeah. like only show five at a time. Okay, and then they don't bring back the first episodes, 
So they'll have like episodes five, six, and seven. Oh, and that's it, annoying. Yeah. So it's really mm-hmm. hard to catch up, but it's on Netflix now. So okay. I'm catching up on the first season. Oh, that might be good. Yeah. It's fun. I was thinking maybe I'd go back and try Blind Spot. Um, oh, yeah. Depending uh, on what they have on demand and what I have on DVR, but maybe not based on Carolyn's groan just now. <laughs> it just took a weird turn. Um, oh, okay. They focused on uh something big happened to what i thought was a minor character oh um just a, an awkward twist and maybe i just wasn't paying close enough attention to the story <laughs> i mean it's not a complicated show it's not difficult um or cerebral in any way but um i was just really confused by that they also um uh, I guess I don't know if you care about spoilers, but for well, the show, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> they got rid of—I won't say what they did—but they got rid of a, another character that I thought would at least make it through the first full season. Oh, um, to hmm. kind of like drive this the conspiracy component um, between. Uh, cause they focused a little bit on like this trifecta of um, the FBI, CIA. And a uh, third person of some form of government. Okay. Um, <laughs> there, there, so there are some. Um, Did they get rid of the guy that had been something. helping her since the beginning? Say that again. The guy. Now Shelby wants spoilers. I need to know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yes, yeah, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, they kill the, the FBI. What? Um, like the main guy? The that... main guy. Okay. He is the FBI. Or no, they're in the FBI and he's in the CIA. I have no idea. Yeah. I just watched two episodes and I remember there was a guy that helped yeah, the, her in the, the beginning. The bald white guy. <laughs> they killed him because he kidnapped um, Jane uh, to try to like figure out who she is and why she's here. And Interesting. Um, the person who came to save Jane just shot him. I feel like... I mean, he might not be dead, but he's probably dead. Yeah. I don't know. Your description now and talk of the weird twist is actually making me want to watch it more <laughs> okay well fair enough i'm like oh fascinating i totally lost this any interest is, i have yeah, so it's not done in an interesting way which is the frustrating part okay. the other frustrating part to me is the uh romantic tension between jane and um uh gruffy mcgee whatever he i don't know his name um the guy you can't really hear the main uh kurt Maybe Kurt. yeah. Oh, um, that's who I was thinking about. Okay, no, he's not. Okay, very much not dead. Okay, yeah, because I had assumed there would be some sort of romantic interest between them. Yeah, which I'm kind of. I just wish they didn't. Which is just weird to me. Like, I mean, men and women can work together and not be attracted to yes. each other. Trust right. me. I mean, yes. <laughs> I'm fairly <laughs> positive that that happens all of the time. I think yep. so. I won't disclose that John and I well met met while working Stop together. <laughs> but I've worked with men since then. Right, but it's not <laughs> before it's then. not every single man you no. work with or every single woman he works with. No. <laughs> a one-time thing is fine, but when it's in every it ended like, in marriage too, so true. You know. An apple pie made for Thanksgiving. Um yeah, all right, I don't even know. Any other um I feel like I'm supposed to watch Supergirl now that more or- more episodes were ordered for it. But I just, oh, I don't yeah. want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll try. I don't know. I need something because I also just finished all four seasons of Veep. Mm. <laughs> and so I need something nice. new again to go through. Which can we, I know, we'll get to The Walking Dead. We'll get there. Oh, come on, Shelby. But can I just talk about Veep for one second? Yes. Why do I love it so much? It's a good show. It's so funny. <laughs> it is. I like cry laughing almost every episode and I just finished the fourth season. And so hurry up fifth season because I'm ready. <laughs> I've caught up. Um, but they're like just being in some of the work that we do or that I'm at least like familiar with. There was this hilarious um, scene in one of the last two episodes where because of various events, whatever, I don't want to spoil too much not that the plot of this really spoils anything. It's more about the jokes and how it all unfolds, but they're all, all of the staff for the Veep for Selena Meyer. Um, when, yeah. So all of her staff are having like having to go through this like deposition process. And then they're at this like congressional hearing and, um, 
two of her previous staff who are now lobbyists were helping her with something, but they're basically arguing back and forth with the congressman about whether they're consultants. <coughs> Bless you, Polly. Thank you. Whether they're consultants or whether they're lobbyists. And it just like, it's just uh, yeah. so drawn out and it's just so amazing. <laughs> like I'm just sitting there cracking up and like picturing people doing this in real life and like having to actually make that argument or say those words in a sentence together of like, Oh no, they're not lobbying for us. They're consultants. Um, so just seeing that absurdity taken to like the highest levels, just, it just really makes me laugh. So I also need to find new things to watch. Cause I just finished four seasons of that. <laughs> Good work. Um, yeah. Okay. I've only seen, I think um, maybe two seasons. Okay. Well, there were no spoilers. You should continue watching. No, that's fine. <laughs> Other than this amazing scene that you'll get to. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. that's what we're going to do over uh, this mid-season break or holiday season. We have not watched anything on Netflix. I mean, we're so behind. Oh, yeah. Um, and we're behind on... Um, well, that might be the only HBO show worth catching up on because I think some other things were canceled. Oh, okay. Um, the Brink, which had a really good cast. Um Never Jack Black and Tim Robbins, I think. And oh, I oh, was really was disappointing to see that go, but um, yeah. Yeah. We haven't, I know we've talked about on Netflix, we still need to watch Master of None and yes. um, Jessica Jones, huh. mm-hmm. I think, um, has been recommended. So yes. those are two on Netflix we might dig into now that most other shows are done and we've almost made our way through Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Master of None is great. Okay. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, okay. Most importantly, everyone, mm-hmm. can we please now talk about The Walking Dead? Yes. Yep. Uh, I have ahead. so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. We will just say now the mid-season finale was just on. So this recording will come out after like the first Sunday that it's not been on, I think. Plenty of time for you to have caught up. If you haven't caught up, you can just pause or skip through this now, but go watch the episode. Don't wait any longer because we're going to talk about this right now full of spoilers. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. What are your questions? What what questions questions? do you have? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So where is Aaron? (laughs) I have no idea. Like (laughs) that is actually a great question. After, he, he, was after with, he left the tunnel, we just haven't seen him. Yeah, because he was with, um, what's her face? Maggie. Maggie. He was with Maggie in the tunnel. And then with the pregnancy reveal. Yes. Which and is the, annoying. I'm sorry. It's in the comics. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Um, I mean, that doesn't make it. Procreating that doesn't make world. it less <laughs> annoying. It just, I'm just saying it's in the comics. Um, Wait, I, I don't thought know where Aaron Glenn is. didn't exist in the comics. Daryl doesn't exist in the comics. Oh. Yeah. Glenn okay. exists. Yep. All right. Yeah. Or Daryl. Yeah. Daryl doesn't exist in the comics That's at all. sad. So. Okay. Hmm. It's all pretty crazy. Yeah. There's a lot that veers on and off, but um, yeah, okay. I have no idea where Aaron is. Um, why does Glenn always almost die? Uh, I knew I found- he wasn't dead. I knew it. I found we this, did know that, yeah. Uh, I found this article in Vanity Fair, um, and they pretty much recap, I think in every season he dies at least almost once. That's true. Ten times Glenn almost died. And yes. it's just recapping everything. So, And from the beginning, he pretty much just established himself as the runner, yep. um, the supply guy. So... Um, there's a picture of Glenn and Rick in the meat suits. Yes. Um, and they're trying to escape that, um, was it like a shopping complex or something? Yeah. Yeah. When they were um, first in season Atlanta. Season two, they lower him down a well and he yep. almost gets grabbed by that, um, that really a, bloated. It was a terrible idea. Yeah. yeah. Season three, um, he's trying to help Maggie escape from the governor's mm-hmm. place. And he gets almost bitten. Um, season four, uh, he gets the flu. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which sounds silly in context of the I others, know. but it was a big deal. <laughs> the it flu was. was awful. The flu was the worst. <laughs> I'd rather die by a zombie than the flu, I think, in this world. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there are a lot of others. But, oh, yeah. And then, of course, Terminus and... Um, yep. Yeah, because yeah, he was the first one. Like, he was the one that was supposed to get... Uh-huh. His throat slit during yeah. that weird yes. scene. That was terrible. So, and then, uh, of course, um, his back and forth with Nicholas, who finally offed himself. Yeah, yeah. So there was twice, because Nicholas beat the crap out of him once um, in the beginning of the season. Yeah, this yeah. season has been a rough season for <laughs> Glenn. It's been a really rough yeah. season for Glenn. And he keeps just trying to be so good and help people. Yeah. that's who he is um yeah i don't know i think it's hard because everyone likes glenn so much and so those close calls are also just stressful mm-hmm. um what other questions do you have carolyn yeah um do you feel like deanna is the anti-governor see oh i uh, that's interesting Except I don't really care for Deanna that much. I don't dislike her. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not, but like the fact that she got bit, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but even that, I feel like your neutral feelings about her is part of her, like, character. That's like, bad. well, it's she's such a diplomatic. To the governor. Yeah, like, she's diplomatic. She's just so neutral. And like, for a while, I did really dislike how she was running things. Yeah. Um, but I felt like she was finally understanding and turning things around and was just trying to help keep the peace for Rick to be the leader. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, and that's where I was coming from with this because I feel like she was the catalyst for um, restoring Rick's faith in humanity. Because Yeah. I mean, he's had a rough road these last few years. That's true. And so now it's pretty much like I'm taking care of my people and that's it. I don't want any new people. They can just go F themselves. Yeah. But then um, – I think she and Alexandria, I mean, th- this season has gotten some really um, harsh criticism because these people are just so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that just shows Rick that, okay, I do need to step up. I need to be the better person. I need to help people learn yeah. how to survive because if you're not going to fight, you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I mean, I think that's a great point. And I really, I appreciated that scene between the two of them. So Deanna's dying. She'd been bit and yeah. and she says, like, when I saw to Rick, you know, when I saw you out there and the zombies all coming in over our walls, I didn't stop to think, like, do I like Rick? Do I not like Rick? Should I help him survive? Like, what is it? Yeah. Like, she just immediately went out to help because they're yeah. all part of the same group. And mm-hmm. I think that message um, really resonated with Rick because he hadn't been thinking that way. He'd been thinking about his own and the others. Right. Um, and so I think that, that example that she gave is probably what will kind of click with him. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, another thing about that scene that I really liked is that it seemed to bring back a little bit more of that, um, kind of dry humor and sarcasm that, uh, we saw a lot in the first season, I think when Darabont was still the showrunner. Um, Oh Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, the the camera walks up really slow behind her. Like, is she or is she not a zombie? And then mm-hmm. she just turns around and is like, relax, it's just me. I'm not yeah. going to eat your baby. <laughs> yes, yeah. And uh, the little crack about his beard. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because that's one of the things that's it's been so harsh over the last three seasons. And, and again, going back to, I just watched season one again. Okay. And I just had to wonder, was it lighter because... It had just started. No one was jaded. No one was really all that scared yet. They hadn't um, had to kill people Or yet. is it a difference in storytelling between Darabont and um, uh, Kirk- Kirkman? Yeah. I can, I mean, I could probably see both of those. Um, and I'm trying to think of, there are other shows that have done this too, where, um, oh, well, <laughs> The example I was just going to give is so ridiculously nerdy of me, but um, Harry Potter is the same way (laughs) (laughs) where I mean, like, I mean, and that's for very different reasons, but when you're first being introduced to the world and the characters are first being introduced to this new world that they're living in, um, 
it's not as dark. It's not as deep. Sure. It's a, it's a narrower focus. Polly, like you said, they haven't had to kill people. Yeah. They have supplies. They've just been kind of moving around and that's what's been stressful. Um, and we're just starting to get into much darker times. Um, and so I do think that's an, uh, an element of the story that makes sense to me mm-hmm. that that would progress in that way. Um, but I do think there's probably differences based on who's been the showrunner and who's been kind of making those calls. So yeah. I don't know. Um, I think, well, we've all agree- We've all agreed. And though we watched it different times, we're texting about this. Sam is the worst. He's awful. He is. Oh my God. Take a shower, Sam. Take a shower. Take a shower. This is a perfect example of how unaware the original occupants of Alexandria have been. I mean, he's playing a record player super loud. He doesn't know how to turn it off. Like the whole town is like going down. They've lost all of their security now for the second time. And he is just too scared to even leave the second room of his house. Like the second floor of his house. He's so Um, awful. So at least that I hope that makes so dysfunctional. <laughs> I know. And like, you um, feel bad, but then you're like, get it together. I don't feel that bad. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, I'm, I find myself more on the side of like, and this is interesting that I'm relating with Carol. Cause I don't really care for Carol. Yes. <laughs> but like, I find myself more on that side of like, these people don't know what they're doing. They're going to make us weak. Yeah. And they're going to get us killed this as well. Yeah. So here I am siding with Carl. All of the people you hate, this is amazing. <laughs> you should rethink your priorities of who you Well, like. now that Sam is in the picture, I don't wish death to Carl nearly as much. <laughs> um, oh, God, Sam's awful. Oh, he's going to get I them wanna... all killed. He's yeah. pretty bad. That last scene where they're walking out, and he's like, Mom? So Mom? This like, is... shut up! <laughs> <laughs> this is another one of those great moments. So throughout the show, there are some really iconic scenes from the comic that have been perfectly visually recreated in the show. When Rick is going into Atlanta the first time on the horse, it's a very iconic scene in the mm-hmm. comic. Um, the scene where they walk out of the house and where the midseason finale ends is a very iconic moment in the comic, um, which I love seeing those. And being able to recognize them. And it also terrifies me that we're starting to veer back towards the comic. Oh, no. <laughs> mm. um, I haven't read uh, the third compendium. I'm still in the very beginning of it. But where the story goes, I, I do know that's partly where they're headed. And there's some just really like terrible things that I'm like, no, please don't use this storyline. <laughs> I don't want to see this with like my favorite characters on the actual show. <laughs> so you've so. already met Negan in your yes. comic. Yep. Okay. Who's- Are you able to tell us anything about that without spoiling anything? Just uh. what to expect in terms – because they, they said Henry Dean Morgan is just – he could not have cast um, the character any more perfect than um, – going with Henry Dean Morgan and I was just wondering what elements about that what I so I need to be because I don't know any of this oh so there's a preview oh Um, I didn't see the preview because because they put it it into the stupid Badlands (laughs) show yeah so I haven't seen it yeah I watched it the next day okay we'll it will include that in the show notes um so they uh just trying to think broadly, like without trying to spoil a lot. I think the important things, if they do veer back towards the comic, um, there are other settlements of people that they're going to run into. Similar to Alexandria um, or more similar to like the prison? Um, like how similar, similar to Alexandria. Okay. Yeah. Um, in some ways and yeah, not necessarily like the prison, but similar to Alexandria, similar to Woodbury. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's not just one, but there are, are kind of a handful of them um, not too far away that they run into and interact with in very different ways. Okay. Um, and so, and 
and I'm kind of just getting into the story with Negan and, and some of the others. And so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, it's this interesting element now of it's been kind of a long time. Yep. Um, there's obviously still walkers everywhere, but there are different levels of being the most terrifying thing. Yeah. And so I think we're going to get back into a storyline where it's the other humans. And so we saw some of that with the wolves the that wolves, came in yeah. um, to take stuff from Alexandria. We saw some of that with the um, the people that Daryl was trying to help. So I think we'll see more of why they were behaving like they were. And we'll see more of um, how the wolves have been kind of treating the world. So, Did we ever find out who was on the walkie? I think it was Daryl. Not not Daryl. Um, no. Oh, because we thought Glenn. it. We thought it was Glenn, but it wasn't. and if that's what everyone got excited about, but it wasn't right. Glenn. And we haven't seen. So that might be resolved. Because I have a theory. I mean, I, I think it's the Did people we? he ran into. Um, yeah, that Daryl ran girl. into. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, the three of them were together and then they got separated. Mm-hmm. And Daryl ended up with the guy and the girl and the other girl for a while. Mm-hmm. But where were Abraham? They were um, in that, like, I don't know, office building or whatever, just waiting for Daryl to come up. And when they were still in the office building, that last scene, a truck drove up. That was Daryl. That was Daryl. But did they show Daryl? Yeah, Daryl's with them. Yeah, okay. So they're all finally back together. And then uh, the other thing two came people on, with Daryl? I thought it was Daryl's radio. Okay. Or no, it wouldn't have been Daryl's radio because I think <laughs> the people stole it along with his crossbow and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. he doesn't have that. his crossbow. Which is really upsetting. I yeah. Know. He has, <laughs> That's why I think we haven't seen the last of... Yeah, he has lost it in the past and gotten it back. It's yeah. <laughs> true. Not so, worried. Um... <laughs> And the same with with Michonne and her um, sword. Yeah. I have a couple guesses then if I'm playing those scenes out in my head. I have a couple of guesses of where this is going to turn but um, from the comics, but I don't want to spoil. Yeah, <laughs> you got me on like on the edge of my seat here. I know. Well, I and mean, when, the thing is, is that like, back, all of you guys could read the comic and you would have all of these same ideas. Yeah, but I would have to like start from the beginning. and that You would because it's really different. Yeah. Um, it couldn't just like hop in. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, I don't know when it comes back. I didn't. I think February. Oh, I want to gosh. say around Valentine's Day. <laughs> around <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yeah. Why appropriate. so far? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I don't know. It's just. It's good. Are there like? Do you think there would ever be a tipping point where you won't watch this show? Like, is there no. something that would happen that would make you stop watching? No. It's far enough along that even if the season started to go downhill. Yeah, I would still watch because I know the end is near. The end is closer now than the beginning <laughs> is. I mean, it's yeah. not going to be on forever. Yeah. So I feel like if this season took a downward turn or next season wasn't that great, I would probably stick with it just knowing that it would be over yeah. soon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm still watching Grey's Anatomy. So am I. <laughs> oh my so, God, you got and me. what is that? Season 22? <laughs> I don't I know. it's like 45. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's fair. I just, I mean, I obviously am so obsessed that I wouldn't, but there were a couple seasons ago and kind of every time um, that like Daryl was in jeopardy or Glenn was in jeopardy, I would just sit and be like, if you kill them, (laughs) like I am done. That's it. Like all of my money, all of my time that goes into walking dead things will be over. But I think that's a false on my part. That's just not true. I'll be yeah. angry or, yeah, you know, that's like, I have concerns to bring it back to football, about, but <laughs> yeah. that's how the Packer fans were about Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah. You're and done. How they soon will be with uh, maybe Peyton and the yeah. Brock situation. I know. Well, that's a good, a uh, good analogy comparison. Uh, yeah. Don't worry about it. Sorry. Okay. I just watched a, there's a really good show on NFL network called timeline that just um, premiered last night or two nights ago. And it just, Covers the the Brett Favre um, retirement saga oh, and how yeah. that affected Aaron Rodgers and the fan base. Interesting. It was interesting. 
I might watch um, that. So I have two more questions, one serious and one kind of not serious. Okay. Uh, pros and cons of these isolated episodes where they just focus on oh, yeah. mm. a cluster of characters. Uh-huh. And They've, then it's like, you know, three shows or whatever until you find out what happened to them. It was like five episodes to find out what happened to Glenn. Yeah. It was a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Thought. They've been doing this for a while, though. They did this yes. in season four. Yeah, the whole road to Terminus. It did, yeah. yeah, it started in earnest, I think, in season four yeah. is when we really mm-hmm. started getting this regularly. And then, and I, when I was binge watching it, it was fine because <laughs> I could just watch the next episode and get like the answer the story a little quicker. Right. Um, I think it's an interesting form of storytelling. Um, it's frustrating. I think what a lot of people were really upset about the Morgan episode because it came right after Glenn may or may not have died. Right. Um, and then they did a 90 minute special on Morgan. (laughs) I was one of those people that was like, I don't care. Even Uh, if this were great, like I loved that episode. I I love Morgan. I, I really like Morgan as well. And I really loved Tabitha. But I think this is the, we know you love Tabitha. (laughs) I think this is the part where it's like a, a negative element to me though just at the moment because that was a great episode that I did not appreciate whatsoever because I was like, I mean, I I went back and rewatched it because I was just angry the whole time that we weren't getting back to the group that I wanted to hear about. Yeah. I think that's the other, like I remember in one of the seasons and it wasn't even a whole episode, but the episode started out to be a Carol episode. And I was like, oh, <laughs> damn it. Yep. <laughs> to watch Carol for a whole episode. Carol. And then it ended up not being a Carol episode. Um, but uh, so it, it definitely has its pros and cons of yeah. like your favorite characters. And then when it's not that storyline. This, this just made me when you're thinking about it's a Carol episode, this made me think about Homeland and the season that Dana was in it a lot. And we'd just be like, Oh, it's a Dana episode. (laughs) Never mind. Like let's multitask. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Like they didn't do this in the beginning seasons, but they weren't split up because the world wasn't as big. Yeah. Right. There weren't as many characters. They weren't split up. Um, I think it really started, um, in Woodbury, because uh, yep. Michonne oh, yeah. and they would have like Andrea, yeah, yeah, they'd have Governor episodes, yeah, Woodbury right. episodes that I would because hated. that was the first that they had been split up was right. that, yeah. That but season. it was still, if I recall, it was still kind of intermixed. And then yeah. the, the Road Determinus was where it really started to be pre- prevalent, and yeah, um, you know, featuring the five clusters, and you really don't see the next person until the end of the episode where it's maybe a lead up into what is to come. Yeah. And like that was, I remember that whole season. I was just like, get back to Daryl and Beth. I wonder <laughs> yeah. what's, going what's going on with Daryl and Beth. They um, were the best. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I mean, I think that's hard because everyone has their favorite storyline, storylines and characters. And so when they aren't the focus, mm-hmm. it changes your well, your even, feelings about it. Yeah, and even the episodes, like this, mo- the mid-season finale, I'm not that invested in the in uh, Alexandria people. Yeah, So everything all. that's happening there, and yeah, I like Maggie and those pieces, but yeah. I'm more concerned about Daryl and yes, those right. people getting back and yeah. Glenn, and I would like a little more story mixing instead of doing these like weird yeah. timeline. I think that's... Yeah. I mean, to get us to care about the Alexandria people, they need to interact with the original yeah. group. You know, I would even Rick's say that group. about Sasha and Abraham and um, Tara and whoever's left from that group. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eugene. I mean, we know a little bit about them, but they haven't gone into the full backstories. Yeah. No. And, and they, yeah. to me, are all dispensable. Yeah. yeah. I Well, I like I like Abraham. Yeah, and they, I mean, they went through his backstory a little bit in yeah. earlier seasons, but but I do think when they introduced all of them, why you would want to care about them was because Glenn did. Yeah. And right. that's the same, like, I care about Tara more than some of the others because of her relationship and how she entered that group, um, and because she was paired so closely for so long, 
with Glenn as one of, yeah. you know, Rick's group. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like of Alexandria, really, it's Aaron. Aaron's the only one. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And we don't even get to see him as much. No. But I just we don't know I where like he is. His, He's yeah. missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Questionable. I'm going to need to go yeah. back and like rewatch. And like, was he just standing back in the corner and I didn't notice him? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I need to look into this. All right. Yeah. So what's your non-serious right. question? Last question. <laughs> Are the walkers getting dumber? <laughs> as someone who has, you just, I know you just watched the first two seasons again. Yeah. I the first thing that when you brought this up previously that I thought of was when they were in the house with Morgan and um Dwayne and Rick and mm-hmm. his wife was up ch- oh, like turning to- the doorknob trying yep. to get in the house yes. and like looking like trying to see in. They yeah. do not do those things anymore. No, that's a really great point. <laughs> no, and it's one of the th- I, I hate this because it's um I'm gonna go back to I think season four when Carl was like ransacking that house where he found all the pudding. Oh yeah. Um and he's trying to clear the house and he finds this bedroom, he thinks it's quiet, so he goes in, and then a walker comes out of nowhere. These walkers don't seem like the most quiet They're not quiet, they're not quiet at all. savvy they're like <laughs> cat burglar types. So like that that whole thing where they just like you turn around and boom, there's a walker. I don't buy that, and that's really frustrating for me. Yeah. Well, yeah, they snarl. <laughs> I hate when like in the especially in the woods, you yes. are in a silent place, and then out of nowhere came a slow walking <laughs> zombie. Yeah. That is growling at you and waving their arms around like a crazy person. Yeah. That's when it makes me most angry, but. Yeah. So, and in in the first season, um, they they did seem to have more cognitive abilities. And again, I don't know if this is a difference between Darabont and his vision of a walker. Yeah. Which I don't know if either of you read or saw World War Z. Um, yes. But yeah. they were depicted in that as like they weren't really activated until they sensed um, this certain thing that they sensed. And I won't spoil it, but yes. Um, so they just seem to have a little more finesse and. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now they just, they're just, I don't know, meat sticks walking on <laughs> the meat earth and sticks. just running into stuff. Uh, yeah. I think that's a good point. I mean, they use like diversions a lot now that seem to work really well. I yeah. mean, like even the whole plan of we'll drive a car really slowly yeah. and just pull them all down here yeah like get them to all follow me down the road like to me that's like uh these walkers are all idiots they'll fall for this yeah (laughs) and quite frankly they did yeah the horn until something really constant and loud happened um so yeah maybe they are but i don't Hmm. know why yeah because there's new dead things all the time yeah, walkers all the time. There should be so there should be a mix of intelligent, the smart ones and the dumb ones. Yeah, if my yeah. theory of their brains just rotting more and more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I feel like I'm gonna have to like watch with that, like trying to pay closer attention to that too. Like, are there some that look mixed of like more recent and yeah. been around since the beginning? Or I feel like the more recent ones though, there's much fewer. Of like the yeah. the mass casualty happens in, in the beginning. Yeah, That's I don't know true, how many years ago. Yeah, and now it's definitely more like what because there's just fewer living humans now. That's so true. The yeah. few that do turn, and also the fact that people know that right. they need to be shot in the head. So a lot of people who get bit or right. die That's of the, the flu, immediate thing like right. they do. as soon as they die or even before they get shot in the head so yeah. maybe there aren't as many new walkers that's as, a good point mm-hmm. so maybe they are just getting dumber yeah well maybe i'll be spending my fall break rewatching all of the <laughs> <laughs> or my fall tv show break it is winter now <laughs> right um cool any any concluding thoughts or predictions for the walking dead the best show ever I can't believe I have to wait till February. I've been watching this show. <laughs> Welcome to the rest of us. Ugh. How we have to watch. 
though. Yeah. yeah. Just go watch them again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> but a little slower this time. I mean, you went a little crazy <laughs> catching up. It took a month and a half. It's impressive. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> I think it's impressive. It is. I was dedicated. That's it. That's a good spin. <laughs> You're just dedicated. Can't fault someone for their dedication. No, absolutely not. Um, Carolyn, it looked like you had an interesting update for the segment of the show we call what we put at the end of an episode. Oh my gosh. You are not going to believe this. Or maybe you already saw it. But Zoo? No. <laughs> it will be back. No. Summer 16. No. It's yeah. already on Netflix. I just want to let everyone know that season one, which I never finished. So how is there a season two? I don't know. I think it, it was maybe so ridiculous and just like one of those summer throwaways that people just watched it because like almost like it's so bad. You had like the train wreck situation. Like I yeah. can't look away. I do I feel that away. way. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a long time to stop <laughs> looking, but I mean, the guy's cute. He kind of looks like a young uh, Kyle Chandler. Yeah, that's true. He really does. So that uh, almost made me watch the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Okay. I don't understand how there's going to be more of the show. But again, see, you think this would just make me angry, but it makes me want to go back and finish <laughs> to find out how it ended to see how in the world they would have more. Watch Master of None. Uh, <laughs> Don't do this. I have more free time than you think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know how to follow up the news about the zoo show. I think you it's can't. Just, it's okay. It's a show closer. Mike equals dropped. <laughs> we're we're done. I think we're done here. Okay. Yep. <laughs> well <laughs> we love feedback. <laughs> So tweet using the likely story hashtag, which is hashtag likely story. Super unique. Or to Shelby at Shelby Elizabeth and Polly at Polly Ann K. And Carolyn, where are you at? At CM Kraut. Nice. That's true. You are. Um, You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher so you never miss an episode. Use the RSS or the iTunes buttons. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can tweet at us and figure that out. Yeah, I don't know how else to tell you to figure it out. Um, you can join us on Facebook, which, um, oh my gosh, why is this document going crazy? It's facebook.com slash likely story show, I think. Yes, um, that is correct. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash sunrise robot. Uh, special thanks, special huge thanks to our brand new Patreon sponsor and current guest and regular guest on the story <laughs> it's carolyn kraut yay! yay carolyn um and also a huge thank you to tucker robinson for his patreon sponsorship um just kidding tucker's a, a dog um <laughs> that went really the well real, the real sponsor is benji but they just got a new dog and his name is tucker and he's so cute Aww. pictures please um, I'll ask if we can post pictures or I don't need to ask cause they've already posted them on social media. <laughs> um, awesome. All right. Thanks y'all. We'll see you next time for a special Christmas episode. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>